Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Queen's lunch. Oh no. Welcome back to the number one podcast done on a balcony. I am uh, the number one host, Spencer. And due to some unforeseen circumstances, some circumstantial evidence, some situational uh, mandates, some uh, emergency, you know, do do with it what you will. Matheson's not here. He's uh, he's stuck in Ohio, but but we're excited for him to get back. But I've got Caden Houston here. What's up, Caden? Hello, everyone. Hi, Spencer. It's good to have you. We have the uh, Southwest Airlines flyover airplane right now, sponsored by Southwest Airlines. Good timing. Yeah, really, really great timing. Coming straight out of Burbank. Um, it's a steady jet stream. Yeah, it is. And that's why I brought you here, because you have a steady jet stream of uh, of vo- voice, of vocals. So I thought I'd bring you here and hang out on my balcony, and we both have sunglasses on. <laughs> That's one hell of a compliment. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, how you doing, dude? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. We just finished a long editing session. We did. And uh, now we're uh, drinking some tequila. Yeah, I'm trying to get and comfortable here. It's a good way to end the afternoon. Yeah, it is. Um, I've been saying for a minute that I'm going to take like a sober month. Mm, you have. Yeah, and I will. I just ha- like One day. I-, I will one day. I think the thing that's like the social aspect is definitely keeping me back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, anytime you hang out with anybody, there's, whether it's one drink, two drinks, you know. Sometimes three. Sometimes three, maybe a little more. But it's always like, hey, let's 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 meet up and have a drink. Yeah, I've definitely like taken a, like two weeks off here and there, but I haven't done like a full month. And every time that I'm like deep into it, I'll have like a meeting with like a label person and... They get a Blame drink. Blame it on the label people. I know. <laughs> Blame it on the label people. No, it's definitely tough. You have to be kind of a homebody if you're not going to drink at all. That's 100% true because I don't want to, like, I, I'm not a person that can go to a bar and just, like, hang soberly. Yeah, it's a tough spot to be in when everybody else is, you know, feeling a little better than you maybe. Yeah. And you're sitting there with the water. Yeah, it's just it's just not the vibe because you're not you're just really not on the same wavelength as everybody else and their tipsy vibe you know i don't know how i mean props to anybody who's completely sober but i don't know it's it's got to be tough to to be social in those in those sure. events you know yeah i think it, i mean dude it just depends where you're like when i'm home in ohio like i i definitely if i was home for a month i wouldn't i wouldn't drink at all probably yeah, I think that'd be a lot easier. It'd be so much easier. I did that probably over quarantine. You you think you went like a whole month? I think I probably went a whole month without. I drinking. bet you did. Maybe maybe a beer here and there, but like yeah, there was never a reason to. I mean, there was plenty of reasons to drink, but like <laughs> when you're stuck at home. Yeah, I had some sad. I, d- I during that time I had some sad wine nights, mm. just because I was like, eh. Wine's the definitely a drink of choice if you're having a sad night. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think it can turn one. around your mood. Mm-hmm. Um. I had a bunch of nights where like, honestly, like during, during the, the, and I don't, I, I really don't want to dwell on a pandemic. I, it just always comes up because it's the biggest thing in our lives right now. Yeah. But I heard this podcast, uh, earlier I was listening to where the guest had, like he was talking about like the same pair of pants he wore for like five months straight, um, during the pandemic. And I don't know about you, but I didn't, I didn't like 
and no no shame to anybody who did no shame go stream shame no shame to anybody who did wear sweats and like hang out all day i put on like a sweater and like jeans every day because it made me feel just like a little bit more normal Mm. you know like i feel like if i was just like in sweats like i feel like i'm sick yeah i definitely wore sweats yeah most of the time i think 90 percent of people did i think like i haven't really i don't know anybody else who who tried to like live some sort of i don't know reality but i also know a lot of people who loved it i will say i think it was a whole summer of wearing kind of sweats and then there was i think it wasn't until fall that i think maybe i came back out here Mm -hmm. but that first time putting on a pair of jeans i was like whoa it's like i feel alive again yeah you know those those light wash jeans you have with the ripped knees yes yes throw those on your knees can breathe but your legs can't (laughs) you gotta let the knees Mm. breathe yeah need to breathe knees to breathe knees to breathe it's Mm -hmm. a new band that um i've been thinking about starting i haven't yet but yeah um okay so this is kind of a a fly by the seat of our pants podcast we i literally asked you if you want to do it today uh you know i was gonna actually take a week off but we can't we can't do that I cleared my schedule, yeah. you know, I, I, I cleared the whole books mm-hmm. just to, to, to be here for the, for the podcast. And I appreciate that. And I know how hard it is to do that. And I appreciate <laughs> it because it's important. Uh, for anybody listening, I'm, I'm sorry for how much we're blowing it with this podcast lately, but I think the exciting thing is, is that this is a long game and this isn't like, like, Oh, we have a couple bad weeks. We're done. We're just sort of, in different places right now matheson's east coast i'm west coast we're both really really busy uh but do not worry we have guests coming i know i said that last week but we really do uh we we really have guests coming and and i mean i have a guest right now so hopefully uh in the next couple months we'll be taking this podcast on the road i honestly cannot wait we have to do a podcast i think our first one will be uh when we go to the milwaukee for the jonas brothers yep we land a day early. We should do a podcast. Like we should go to a show because there's I don't I think there's a show that night. Book a hotel room with a balcony, dude. For sure, <laughs> for sure. With that Milwaukee skyline of four buildings, baby. It might be chaos, but we should uh, try and get up a five person podcast in the van. Oh, we 100 percent have to do that. We 100 percent have to do that. It'll be 100 percent chaos, but it would be a fun time. Jordan's driving while he's also talking. <laughs> he would do it some pirates of the caribbean music playing in the background yeah i think i think we should do one in milwaukee um we we should for sure we should probably do one at the troubadour we should probably do one at the green room at the troubadour 100%. that would be so because when you hear that you can hear like you could feel like our nerves and you could feel the excitement probably in our voices, like even if it's a 20 For minute sure. podcast, you know, I mean, it'd be one of the first big shows back. I mean, obviously you're playing Milwaukee, but like that'll be the first headline show. Yeah. Back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you're gonna be feeling a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah. I've feeling a lot of things. Uh, it's sold out. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're in LA, cheers to that. brother. Cheers to that. Holy sold shit. Sold out Troubadour Holy show. Holy shit. If you told me like in the past that I could at some point in my life, sell out you know 550 tickets i'd lose my fucking mind at one of the most if not the most legendary venues true here in la yeah like the most like legendary at least for that size like the mid-size venue holy shit dude yeah like 
and it's funny because like when you and then when you get there it's like all right sick when's the next tour like where am i when am i playing the forum or when am yep. i playing stables or whatever but it's i think it's it's definitely gonna i need to reflect on it when it's happening too it's gonna be so fucking rad it's um, gonna be a blast yeah and just that you know like the fact that elton john's one of my favorite artists and that's like where he became elton john and was so oh fuck man it's gonna be the magical. amount of people that have gone through that venue is yeah, literally. absolutely absurd yeah it's it's one of the ones that has like there's those venues that have like worn in stages you know mm-hmm. like that like soft wood i feel like yeah you f- you feel it when you walk in i have not been in never been in the troubadour i've never been in the troubadour been outside? we uh <laughs> I've been standing outside the load indoor, <laughs> the troubadour, uh, but I've never been in. Yeah, so I feel like it's a place that you feel that energy as soon as you step in the door. I mean, it, it truly. I'm expecting a very beat up, worn down, stickerized green room with yeah. all the band stickers and signatures on the wall, and I'm expecting a soft stage that you might fall through, but also probably. Won't. There's something about those soft stages that feels. It feels like home to me. Like it feels like I can just kind of like bounce a little bit in the mold. <laughs> so I like that. The green rooms are cool because it's upstairs. Like the way that it's set up is like the the floor probably holds four hundred and I don't know fifteen people, and then upstairs there's like a little there's like a little stadium seating for probably mm. like fifty people, and then I got the good view. Yeah, and I think that's where like a lot of like the famous people go and like the industry people are mm-hmm. all up there. Because the fans, like, yeah, it's a cool view, but the fans want to be, like, on the floor rocking out with everybody. For and sure. I was As too. close to the action as they can be. And then there's a box, there's, like, a VIP box. There's, like, a little trellis area that the really famous people go on. That's my room. And they have, like, yeah, it's yours. <laughs> and they have a VIP, uh, like, a VIP, like, security guard that lets you up. Mm. And in the front, they have a bar, they have a bar downstairs, a great bar, and then they also have a bar upstairs. Uh, it's dude it's a, the greatest venue on earth and the stage is so weird and cool it like juts out and it's like the perfect height you oh man i'm so excited great lighting rig it, yeah the big drinks will be consumed oh yeah drinks will be consumed that night the big uh the troubadour sign is on the back of the venue mm-hmm. like on the back of the wall like where you the the neon sign like it, the photos that you're gonna get are gonna be maybe the best of all time the other exciting thing i think with this show is that the last troubadour show was a lot of a lot of music you'd be playing that had already been out for a while mm-hmm. or people have already heard live. But this time around, you have a whole new catalog Yeah, to be able to play that people haven't heard before. Yeah, And I, I remember you. rehearsals of us working on songs that had, weren't out yet that you were going to play. And the whole setup was just the production and everything in the show was so cool. Yeah, I think we like, we definitely leveled up yeah so we're gonna level up even more like you said like since that show i've released uh i think eight songs yeah and there'll be a couple more before that show so like we have a whole nother, we have a whole nother set yeah now i have to pick what we can songs. play two hours now dude we really could <laughs> my voice is just sounds like a burnt s'more <sighs> if you're coming to the show please don't expect a two-hour show god dude that would be too long have you ever been to a two-hour show uh, for one artist performing two hours? Yeah. No, I don't think. Uh, yeah. Who? Um, it was Dead and Company, uh, but they would course. do they would do an hour, and then like a thirty minute intermission. They also just like shred and don't sing for a while. Yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like music that you just kind of like hang out to. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, even then, it's just no. I two think, hours is a is a bit of time. I think an hour is a good is a good set time. Yeah, I think if you go a few minutes over, it's cool. You have to think about it. I mean, you'd be exhausted, but also fans in the front row. <laughs> like at that point, I feel like that's not safe necessarily. Yeah, just sit in front row, no water or anything, just yeah. jumping around. Yeah, I think it's crazy because sometimes I'll meet people after shows and I'll give them a hug and it's they are absolutely more soaked than I am. <laughs> like just just cold sweat. Yeah, it it, and it weirdly doesn't gross me out. I don't know why. Like that doesn't gross me out. But I think people get grossed out when they hug me and my shirts. I tell you what does sopping. gross me out is when you throw your jacket over to me <laughs> and it is completely soaked and I pick it up with just two fingers and so I just set it down on a chair. Oh, dude. Three songs in, I'm <laughs> dripping. <sighs> The sweaters don't help. Yeah, I know. Mm. But we got we got a little new style going on. I'll still wear we sweaters do. sometimes, but but for the most part, I'll be wearing my new my new gear. I've got a lot of new clothes. Um, it's funny. I was telling so, some industry person, I was like, "Hey," they were like, "Oh, when when do you start touring?" I was like, "Yeah, September." Uh, and they're like, "What's your first show?" And I was like, "It's uh, it's the show opening for the Jonas Brothers." And they're like. I mean, that's amazing that it's that big of a show, but dog, your first, like, most people have, like, a first show back at, like, Hotel Cafe yeah, or, like, yeah. not, a, a, you know, a amphitheater opening for a giant band. You're so. going in hot. We're going in hot, but, like, that's that's how I feel anyway. You're going to take any show that's good for you anyways. Like, yeah. it, it never was a question of, like, oh, that's too big. Like, you're <laughs> never going to no. turn it down. No, you know? It always... may put you under, like, a different feeling because you haven't done it in a while, but... It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, and what a way to kick off touring again! What a way to play a show like that. Yeah, and then I think we have a show two days later. Yeah. Um, I believe we're playing a college show. I don't know what city, but it's pretty close. I think to there, but probably a couple hours away. It'll be cool. College shows are, are a wild card, man. I believe that one hundred percent. Yeah, sometimes it's like holy shit! I need to tour colleges. This is my demographic, and sometimes. It's like a bunch of dudes and Steph Curry jerseys that flip you off. Yeah. You know what I mean? James Harden jerseys that flip you off. It is, uh, yeah, it's going to be hit or miss. But yeah. regardless, it'll be a good time. I regardless, mean, it'll be a good time. It, any show it's a is job. a show. You make money. Yeah. You do your thing. Yeah. I get to sing on stage for people that either love it or want me dead. Mm. And for that, I'm grateful. Time will surely tell. Time will surely tell. Um, how you how you like in LA so far? Because you've been here for what three months now, four months? I've been here, but since the beginning of the year. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess you've been here since I January. Officially moved. Uh, yeah, two three months ago. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's like like ups and downs to it, but I love it. I mean, I spent a whole year at home at my parents house in ohio yeah not doing anything obviously no one was doing anything to be fair but um to be out working again and to be busy thankfully uh is just fantastic it's wonderful and to be surrounded by a whole bunch of people that are creatives and different fields of creative work musicians people that are actors dancers other photographers videographers like everybody out here is doing something creative and it's definitely feels good and is inspiring to be around friends that are hustling the same way you are you know yeah 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 100 that's that's 
that's why I was drawn to this place. And I think a lot of people focus on the negatives of LA that don't live in LA, like the traffic and yeah. the money. I mean, if you, you think in that mindset, you can go on and on for sure about all the negatives of LA, but for people that are in the creative industry, like it's, well, it's a Mecca. Yeah, it, it is. And, and, just being around people that are doing are like hustling the same way you are in, in different ways is boosts your career. Yeah. It's just inspiring. If anything, you know, pushes you to hustle harder. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And I think like, I think this negative connotation of, of the place is taken over some people. But if you think about it, it's that way in, in anything in the world, like, for instance, like the the biggest whatever the biggest uh, the most popular restaurant or the or the most popular resort, like it's gonna be more expensive. It's gonna be more crowded because mm-hmm. there's more opportunity. There's more things that you love about it, things to do. Yeah, and I th- and that's what's happening with LA. It's happening with New York. Like that's what happens when you have a place that anything is possible. No sh- no shade at all if you live in St. Louis or you know, Birmingham, Alabama or whatever, like those are great places for certain things. But if you're going to be in entertainment, yeah. especially music industry, there's no place to be. I love Columbus, Ohio, but it just wasn't, yeah, it just doesn't cut it. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, the, the people out here, especially musicians that I work with are obviously fully invested. And it's also not shitty of you to say, it just is a fact. It just is what it is. There is a a hundred percent of ceiling mm-hmm. and you hit that ceiling a few times i think yeah and you're just like up oh, this is it, it and then it's, all the, all the art, artists that you work with like lived like either moved here or lived here so it's like yeah. well it's kind of when i i need to work yeah i yeah. mean it's it's just uh you know the artists out here are so invested in what they're doing that it makes me more inspired to work for them mm-hmm. um and also, I mean, obviously to be able to make a living out here, but it's it's more inspiring. I get more involved in projects because there's someone behind it that's fully invested in in what they want to get out of it. Yeah, it makes you, you know? go above and beyond probably. I mean, a lot of the artists, like no artist I work for has a day job. Yeah. You know, they put their life on on their career, you know. That's the entire thing right there because it's like, for example, I'm not saying that every artist in Columbus is a day job, but like, most artists that I know there do, and it's it's there's not so much survival and urgency as there is out here where it's like, I moved here to be a singer. If I don't become a singer, I fail. I need to do this. Because there's nothing out, else out here for you. Yeah, you, you know, can work Like it. you came out here for your career. There's no like, oh, I'll just work at like a desk job. You could work at Pinkberry. Yeah. If, or Mendocino <laughs> Farms Berry. or Trader Joe's or Blue, Blue Bottle. Bottle. Or Black Market Liquor. If I had to work anyway, it'd be Blue Bottle for Dude, sure. could you... I... I just want the free coffee. I okay. What if you got one day a week, six a.m. to nine a.m. and then and then you got the blue bottle perks where you got free coffee. Count me in. Yeah, it's a fucking no-brainer. I would too. Count me like, in. Three hours you to work, get better at making coffee to learn more about making coffee. Hundred percent. And then you also you get a, a bag of free coffee a week. Yep. Isn't that a I'm good in. deal? The coffee's like thirty bucks a bag. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, I mean, I definitely have experience. I mean, I'd be qualified. God, I spent two years at Starbucks, so like, I'm, I'm qualified to be a barista. You could walk to work. I'd walk. Yeah, I'd walk to work. Five thirty a.m. Go cruising. to the gym after. <laughs> Blue bottle, if you're listening. Yeah, this is sounding really good right now. I'm like, I would do Blue that. Blue bottle, if you're listening. You got a three-hour shift that needs covered. 
need someone to open your shop. I'm, I'm in. We Come got me in. We got the hookup. No, it's great. Especially, I mean, that's another perk that that not many, maybe people realize. What? There, I mean, obviously, I when I was in Columbus, I was out in the middle of nowhere. You know, it was 20 minutes to drive, even to your closest Starbucks. But having dog, that's so one. I have rough. a Starbucks that's less than that's a block away from my house, so it's nice to be able to walk and get coffee if I need to, like on the run. But also having Blue Bottle, Alfred's, Jones on Third, Bluestone Lane, Pete's Coffee, like it's all within a five minute drive of me, and that is low key one of my favorite things about LA. <laughs> yeah, is there a way to go on like like if I go on my Chase Bank app and. Like, is there a way to like see how much I spent on just like the company, like Blue Bottle? Yeah, I probably wouldn't do it. Probably though. like a desktop. I probably thing. wouldn't. I probably, if I were you, I probably wouldn't look at it. I mean, just bad. It's yeah. real bad. It's a five minute walk from you. I would be there. When I was staying here, dude, I yeah, spent a I know. lot of I know. money there. I know. You know? Well, because like, I don't feel bad about it. Like, now what? You get Blue Bottle twice a week, probably? <laughs> probably once a week or once every other week. I mean, like, it's just. Caden, I get it most days yeah it's on your way to everything it's say, right there okay so i get a four dollar coffee i'll we'll do some quick math what month is it it's the end of july yes it's july 20 something okay so we've had about 200 days of the year so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna do four times five which is 20 i would bet 150 of those days you've had coffee blue bottle yeah because you, yeah. you do two a day sometimes right there's no way this number is accurate Two day coffee, five dollars for cold brew. Uh, four. Then they, then they, then they get you into tipping. So every single time. So how do I do this? Oh, oh, two hundred times four. That's every day though. Okay, one fifty times four. That that feels right. Six hundred. One fifty times four. Yeah, good, good. Okay, it's actually, <laughs> it's actually not as bad as I thought. I thought it was gonna be in the thousands. I'm okay with that. I I taught. I was talking to someone and I was like, if you. If you told me that you could like prepay Blue Bottle one thousand dollars for the year of unlimited coffee, I'd do it in a second. I actually moved into a cheaper caffeine thing. It's still not probably healthy, but I probably have had a yerba mate every day mm-hmm. since I've been here. Dude, I don't think that's unhealthy. I think the only thing that's unhealthy is the sugar. Yeah, I wish. You know what? Yeah, I was disappointed when I saw there was sugar in it. But yeah. I was already hooked. You're also so lean, dude, that you can afford a little bit of sugar, especially if it's in the first half of the day. I don't do sugar typically. I don't do desserts. You know, I don't do anything know. sugary in my in in my breakfast or anything like that. No sugar. So in your like, cereal? I feel like, yeah. I mean, I have some oatmeal that occasionally there's some sugar. You gotta put some brown sugar yeah. in there. Yeah. Did your mom cook with brown sugar growing up and stuff? Like. Yeah, but it's definitely changed for for her. She she's a she's right. a no sugar person now. My for sure. my my dad is too. But when I grew up, like when I was like ten years old, my dad would make me like the best oatmeal with like milk and brown sugar. Oatmeal wasn't my problem. It was like my mom was smart enough to like you know if cereal had more than thirteen grams of sugar in it per serving, she was like, no, it's off limits. That was like Lucky Charms. That was all like the good cereal. So we would like barely like life cereal. We we would get. Oh, I fuck with life though. But then we would always have a big jar of sugar. That you put on your life? Oh yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. I would dump, especially if it was just plain Cheerios. I would dump that shit. I would too. All over. And then in the bottom, there's like sugar that you just like eat with milk. And then the next half hour, you spent laying in bed because your stomach hurt. Just tired and yeah. hurt. 
I actually love that. I, I did the same exact thing. And that brings me to my point. Today's episode is brought to you by Dezo. Dezo is not like the cereal. It's actually either one gram of sugar or three grams of sugar. Dezo is not just your average spiked seltzer. It's actually pioneered a new category. Spiked super fruit water. Caden loves it, don't you? I love it. Dezo has electrolytes, vitamins, and much more plus gluten-free vodka. Like the hangover that you get from shit drinks called blight blaws. You don't get it with Dezo. That's it. Uh, if you want some free Dezo, head to thefutureofdrinking.com and then click sign up for early access. All you have to put is your name, your Instagram handle, and of course your referral, When's Lunch Podcast. By the way, you must be 21 plus. Dezo, the official drink of When's Lunch. This episode is also brought to you by Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier. It's like drinking multiple glasses of water at once and... It's pretty delicious. They have a bunch of amazing flavors, pina colada, acai berry, watermelon, strawberry, matcha. It goes on and on and on. You don't know how much water your body actually needs. Use code WINSLUNCHPOD and you will receive 25% off of our website and, 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 and free shipping. Go get hydrated. Liquid IV the official hydrator of Wins Lunch. And we're back. Thanks for listening to those ad reads. Uh, I'm by myself. Caden went to go get some more tequila. Um, he, he, he filled up his cup. I'm watching him walk out the door right now. There he go. There he go. And he sat. And we're back. That was actually good timing. I, I read those ads and then I said that you weren't here and then you were here. You were a quick ad reader. Yeah. You know, I'm finding it more easy down. to like, we have pre-recorded ads and I, sometimes it's just easier to just fucking read the ads, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. Look, I'm getting paid. We're getting paid either way. Yeah. You know? So you might as well just spit it when you get it and hit it when you, when it's, when you, when you did it. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Someone said that one time. Someone said that one time. Uh, so we're. So you just moved to LA, right? You've been here for six-ish months. Yep. I remember when I first moved here and I spent a lot of time in Hollywood, which is real weird. Cause that's like, I feel like you visited enough times to know not to go to Hollywood. Oh yeah. And I will. I think if I would have moved to Hollywood right off the bat, not knowing really anybody out here, I probably would have gone straight back to Ohio. A hundred percent you would. Yeah. Cause you would have felt sad and like dirty and. It's just a grimy place. Yeah. Tourists people on the streets everywhere yeah yeah I, I i obviously feel the same way um i went to a uh anyway that that story was just about like i i spent a lot of time in hollywood i remember a, a couple months into moving here i was recording this like really famous studio i knew this guy that like rode out of there he had a room that was free and uh the guy maybe or may may or may not have a had a drug problem mm. And I didn't really know about this. So I didn't know how people acted when they were on cocaine. I didn't know. And I remember one time I was, I might've told this story in the podcast, but one time I was recording vocals. And if you record vocals, it's like you do a take and it's like, all right, let's run it back do it again. You do different takes. You do like 10 takes of each section and probably three takes into the first verse. And I'm like, oh damn, I didn't get it. And I'm like, why didn't he, why isn't the music playing? Like what's going on? Why am I not doing a take? And I look out, I look out of the vocal booth, the little window and I look down and 
the producer is doing a line of cocaine mm. right off the table, right in front of the interface and right in front of the keyboard. And I'm like, I remember thinking, holy shit. What am I getting myself into out here? Right. I, I did have that a little bit, but I also had like, oh my God, he's going to die and I'm a, I am an accomplice, mm. <laughs> which was kind of ridiculous. You were 20, 21? 21, 22, probably 22. 22. Yeah. But mm. dude, keep in mind that like, I didn't get drunk for the first time until I was 22 anyway. So like, yeah, yeah. Everything, I was like, everything was new. I was like a Bambi. I was like 17. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and that's just how I was in life. I, I didn't, I just was a late bloomer, but, but I remember like thinking like, holy shit, this place is evil, but it's really not. That's what I was told growing up. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's what I was told growing up. I mean, that's what my mom, my shout out to my mom. That's what my mom told me. Uh, when I started this venture in the music industry, for sure, and she was she she would insisted that the music industry was evil, which there's definitely a lot of that. Well, there's a lot of it in this, and and you know my my parents, I don't think they ever said evil, but they definitely said they they made sure I wasn't getting lost to to back them up to back our parents up. All the shit you see in the news is bad shit. Yeah, yeah. You don't see anything about people winning awards, really. You no. see like train wrecks of, of of Britney Spears and and like Paris and Nikki Hilton and like mm -hmm. that whole like crazy crazy party world. So naturally, if you're not in it, you just assume that's the life. Hashtag free Britney, though, dude. Ha fucking free, free Britney, Britney, you motherfuckers. Have you seen the pictures she just posted? Um, it's her boobs out. She's covering her nipples, kind of. Um, she looks great, man. Yeah, she doesn't. She looks the same as she did back in early two thousands. Dude, when I I remember seeing the like, "Oops, I did it again" video, and I was like, "What is mm. this feeling? Why do I feel like this?" I feel like I may be wrong, maybe off about this, but I feel like that early two thousands Britney style and flair is kind of coming back into fashion. You're very right. You know, like the 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 Y two K vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the juicy, like whatever 100%. that brand was. Like I feel like that's juicy kinda, couture. Yeah, I feel like that's like kind of coming <laughs> back Dutch. and like yeah, Yvonne <laughs> Dutch. Like it's all kind of like the suede and the like the bright colors and like, which is dope. I, I mean, will tell you this. Uh, I'm not gonna be included in that at all. <laughs> I'm gonna head back another 25, 30 years, and I'm gonna sit somewhere right in like 1976. I'm gonna sit right it's there. It's a good time. That's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sit there. And your your t-shirts are going to sit right in 1994. Yeah. Yeah. Always. That That's that's your vibe and you should stick with it. You should stick with like vintage country t-shirts. I've been trying to have the largest collection of country music t-shirts. Dude, it is such your vibe and you need to get some more black ones for when we go on tour. I do. Or else I've been trying to Harry switch Connick it up because I feel like I'm always wearing someone else's previously worn clothes. And yeah. I feel like there's multiple occasions where I've need to just have a nice shirt on, you know, like yeah. something that hasn't been worn for years and years and years. Yeah. But I love it. I, uh, yeah. I, definitely, I don't think uh, you do. I really don't think you do. I will. I will say, and I am, I am regrettable about this, but I passed up on a Shania Twain uh, vintage shirt today. How actually. much was it? Uh, 75. I understand why you passed up on it, but I, I think that when we're playing shows in the next few months, you're going to regret it. Mm, yeah, it was black. Yeah, that's big, a big... Big Shania Twain face on the front of it. Is, nice it was font. the price the only thing that made you not want to buy it just because it was like, I got like, it's just a lot for a t-shirt. Yeah, but I also felt like there were cooler 
Shania Twain shirts. You could dig and maybe find one, but that's yeah. From the sound of it, you you fucked up. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I get it. I get it. We're living in an expensive ass city. You got fifty. Might have done it. Yeah, right. If it was forty five bucks, you you would have done it for sure. Yeah, shout out, shout out Depop. I know I can find one there for fifty. Dude, shout I, know out. I, can, I can. I know I can find one there for thirty five. I actually put a shirt on Depop. Did you? Yeah, I've dude, had a, you could sell all your clothes on Depop. I know, I know. I just put one on because um, I have a friend who I won't name who she is. Uh, she's quite famous, and she has a has a like a like a pseudonym, like mm. a fake on Depop. Depop? Yeah, because she sells her stuff. Whoa. She definitely doesn't need the money, but she... She uh, definitely make more money if she put her real name on there. <laughs> I know. That's what I keep telling her. She's like, no, I don't want people to recognize my dad and come yeah, and see yeah, me, yeah. which is fair. That's that's totally fair. Uh, this, is a, this is a story, actually, that happened last night about a different person, about a different um, friend of mine. Uh, I, you know, how I have the movie of Victoria Justice coming out. Uh, yeah. We become great friends, um, Victoria, myself, and, and the other castmate, Midori. Sort of like Three Musketeers. I'm not going to lie to you. Three Musketeers. We're rolling around LA, just just wrecking shit, eating sushi, going to get wine at places. Anyway. That's how LA should be. Yeah, dude. Eat sushi, wreck shit, We're just drink some out. wine. So we went to the, a jazz club last night. Victoria, myself, and, and her assistant, who's a wonderful person. Her name is Megrez. And we went to dinner and, and then we decided to go to this jazz club and it's a it's a fantastic jazz club. It's like where all the five-star musicians play. Mm. Justin Bieber's drummer, Justin Timberlake's guitarist, Kelly Clarkson's you know, bassist, like everybody right, who's right. anybody. It's fantastic. It's always packed. We always uh I think Victoria knows people that that would give us VIP seats. It's great experience. Yeah. So we go, we've been there before. We go again last night and we go to the door and uh, naturally a bunch of people come up to Victoria and start kind of like asking for a picture and, and she's so sweet. Like she takes pictures with fucking everybody, even if it takes nine hours. Right. And she's doing this. It's like a crowd that, and then you know how like when you take a picture, you've seen it literally even with me. Like if you take a picture with one person, other people look and they see it. A line forms. Yeah. It starts a, it starts a mob. It starts a crowd. And sometimes I start to question like, do you actually know that person or do you just see other hmm. people taking pictures and you just want to get one and then figure out who it is later? A hundred percent. You know? That's 30% of people probably in that mob. So this, this crowd starts forming and me and Victoria's assistant kind of look at each other like, maybe we should. And then someone grabs me and goes, hey, are you the singer from TikTok? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I take, I take a little photo. I only took one photo. And then we're like, we should probably get Victoria inside. And that f- fucking door guy stops her and goes, hey, can I get a picture? Oh, man. Dog. And of course, Victoria was sweet as ever. She's like, yeah. So people are still trying to like get to her and she turns around they take a picture together like uh, someone took the picture of them and then we're like, yeah, we need to get inside now. Like we need to go inside yeah, now. Yeah. We, try, we try to go inside and he goes, oh, wait, 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 wait. I didn't get my watch in it. <laughs> no. So he pulls down his sleeve and there's like a super fake diamond like like Cartier watch and he crinkles Bro, his forehead. Out of here. That's the most LA thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he crinkles his forehead puts his watch up, puts his arm around her, and they take this picture. 
and Ugh. it was the most LA shit I've ever seen in my life. And may I add, my friend Victoria uh, handled this entire situation with the most grace and the most like experience that I've ever seen. I'm sure she did. She's great. She was amazing and so sweet about this this thing, and I'm just like, that guy sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like so bad. Um, but it was just so crazy. And and we we're in Hollywood, and there's just like piss on the ground and traffic was going crazy and the our parking attendant screamed at us mm. it was just such a hollywood vibe you know it's a love hate relationship with hollywood yeah i think it's mostly hate um but i would like to say that there's a big difference and i don't even like this town either but west hollywood and hollywood are very different very west hollywood is where you want to go party you do not want to party in hollywood unless you want to go do meth yeah yeah that's a rough area yeah west hollywood is like great bars very yep. very like if, if you're if you're a girl with like an instagram account you want to go to west hollywood oh for sure you want to go to the top sunset of EPL. boulevard come on dude you yeah. know like eplp yeah. you yep. want to go to gracias madre all, all of that come on you want to go there and you want to take pictures but it's definitely great, and I, 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 I love West Hollywood, but mm -hmm. Studio City, man. Studio City. Coming. Just over the hill. You got the, the best bars. The Nothing best. crazy. Just consistently good drinks. I want to go to those bars Consistently now. good vibe. Yeah. Always have a great night in Studio City. Always have a great night. Always have a night that you can have a normal next day, too. Mm, yep and i will fucking bleed for studio city i would go to war for studio i would city. go to fucking i would go, i would join a cult for studio city yeah i would i would go if it came down to it i would go to war for studio city i would cut my hand and do a blood <laughs> oath for studio city uh comment if you uh. would buy uh Caden's Studio City merch. He's gonna make Studio City hats. That's true. <laughs> um probably just hats for right now. I guess shirts could be next, but um yeah, I think we're, I think you should do Studio City hats. I'll for sure buy them and rep the shit out of them and Lincoln bio for everything. We love it. We love it. We love Studio City. We love it. This is our this is our culture. And catch us at your local farmers market in Studio City on, selling man. hats. <laughs> it, it's just so it, and, and we're joking but we're not joking at all yeah like i i rep so hard for this place and even like it's funny because even even our our friend kid quill is like like reps for the valley studio yep. city sherman oaks so hard um you know the first time he came out here he stayed in hollywood and west hollywood mm. and he would come to Cra he would literally come to crave over here to hang out with with me yeah. And I think us at one point too. Yep. And he was just like, yeah, this is the vibe that I'm looking for. And smart move on his part. Dude, smart move. And so now we, we live the culture of studio city and it's uh, a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. If there's a place, have you been out of the country? Yes. You've been to Africa, right? Uh, no, no, I've been, been to uh, Canada and Mexico, Canada. right? Uh, no, Haiti. Haiti, that's Haiti. right. Okay. So not very far outside of the country, but yes. Okay, so if there's a place, and it doesn't have to be out of the country, it could be in, if there is one place that you'd love to have a house in the world, like a second house, you have one place in LA and then the, you can only go one other place, not including Columbus, mm. Ohio. Not that you'd choose that, but yeah, yeah. where is that place and why? Um, I'm going to say, I, I think London. 
or Manchester? I don't know. I know that there's a vibe over there that I know that I, I can feel that I'm going to tap in with and I'm going to love. I would go and, London, I, not, and not I've Manchester. never been there, but I feel like I would really get along with some, some Londoners or some 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 people from the UK. I feel like I feel like the vibe over there is what would suit me most. I wouldn't expect you to answer that way. Um, really, you should definitely go to London. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Manchester. Not that it's bad, but it's just kind of like there. Well, I I just I only say Manchester. Obviously, I I don't know what goes on there. I grew up a big soccer fan. Oh. Uh, and it's a big soccer town. Yeah, it is. And maybe I need to get over there before I, you know, before I think about buying a house. It's just like a place that there isn't a whole lot happening there. Yeah. There's some cool, like, historic parts of it, but, like, London is yeah, 100% better. I just need a good pub to go to, you know? I need a good pub to go to and gonna find that a nice everywhere. little flat as, as they would say, yeah. you know, nice yeah. little flat. You know, I actually, I actually, you know, cause I spent months, I've spent five months over there. Yeah. Um, I, there are certain words that I think are worse that they use and certain words that are better. Flat is one of the ones that I think is better than apartment. A flat is a great word. Yeah. I live in that flat. That's yeah. amazing. I it shouldn't it. just be British. It should be everything. Apartment feels like, Ugh. Yeah, I live in an apartment. It's weird. I, I, I live don't, in a flat. I don't have an urge to have a place anywhere else in the United States, other I, than really having one in in Columbus, just yeah. to have. You know, I got I got one city, and it's New Orleans. Yeah, but my number one city. Guess where my number one city is in the world? New Orleans. No, that's my, that's my, that's up there, but it's not number one. Number one? Number one city in the world. Uh, I'm going to say. N- l- look uh, at me and you know, you know me. Uh, Come on, Habibi. I was going to say Dubai. No, but you're not far. Uh, I do know you. Uh, you've talked about Egypt. Or you're getting close. You're getting so yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. You're getting Egypt, so close. A Palestine. Uh, no. No, uh, a little north. Dude, I don't know geography. <laughs> Fuck. It's also a lunch meat. It's not ham. It's not roast beef. It's bologna. And it's not bologna. <laughs> this is the country. Turkey. That's the country. What's the city? Uh. Starts with an I. Did you tell an Uber driver one time that you were going to walk from there? I to didn't Egypt? say the city. No. Istanbul. Uh, Istanbul. Istanbul, Habibi. That's my city. That's your city. Yeah. I want to live I've on... I never even thought about... It's weird for me. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wild card for me. I think people are like, really? I, I, I love it so much. I want to live on like a... I want to live in a palace uh, on the river... And I want to like have a, an amazing, crazy balcony where I can see other people's balconies and like a giant mosque in the river and just like host some podcasts. Holy shit, dude! <laughs> it would be. I mean, that balcony would make my fucking life. Yeah. When's lunch live from Istanbul is coming to your ears soon? I, you know, you, you gotta love a good balcony. I mean, who doesn't? Who fucking doesn't? You know, this is a pretty spectacular balcony. Yeah. You know, I I think I'm really blessed with a good balcony and it's quiet. Yeah. 
Saw guy's gone. Wow. I never really even thought about that. Saw guy. Dude, Saw guy died. You being for real? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he hasn't been making any noise. And to be honest with you, I used to get so mad at him and now I miss it. Yeah. It felt like that was that was a part of this balcony. It was a, it, he was like a third host. Steady Saw. Yeah. Yeah, he was the third host and I miss him and I wish that he was here. Uh but he's not. It's kind of sad. That is sad. Yeah. Um what else is going on? I got some travel coming up. Some travel, yeah. Yeah, about a week and week and a few days. I'm going to Budapest. Dude, I'm jealous. Budapest is a place that sounds just really interesting. Right. It's like it's weird because Budapest isn't a place that you would inherently like think of first like let's right. go straight to hungary right but when you hear it you're like oh yeah i would love to go like you'd think you'd go to like italy or you go to ireland or you go to right something like greece and i'm really excited to go there man you know and like off the top of my head i don't know if it feels like a vacation spot or if it's just like a normal place but it just sounds interesting yeah you know it's cool because it has like a lot of eastern european russian uh german and a tiny bit of turkish influence so it's like this weird like how did you know all that i I do a lot of research i'm really interested in like where i travel history channel dude it's really it's really strange not a lot a lot of people know how like interested i am in history and like travel and stuff i watch i've been obsessed with watching like the the airline first class review like youtube videos <laughs> have you ever watched those before like a casey uh, neistat ones yeah casey neistat's i've seen before i i, I watch a, a different people now but casey's the ones i started with and he's the one that like inspired me to try to, to get an emirates flight on the way back from mm. south africa that's why i like best airline i've ever been bougie on, ever so bougie it's made by the in, interior is made by Mercedes. Speaking of Casey Neistat, if, if there's one person I want to see out walking through LA, I want to see Casey Neistat. He lives in New York. No, he moved. He moved here? He moved a while ago, yeah. During the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, no, just before pandemic. He lives, uh, I think he lives like Venice area. Dude, yeah, for, he would um, for sure be in Venice. But just seems like one of the coolest guys I know an event ever. There's just, there's this... Uh, also, I, I didn't tell you this earlier, but uh, this, this, this morning... Um, at the trading post, I saw a little Huddy, your twin. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I saw a little Huddy in. Uh, Actually, not fuck you. He's a handsome guy. I don't feel weird for being compared to him. It was interesting just because I I expected him to have a crowd, but it was definitely him. How do you and know? He had, his, he had his homeboys with him. How I only you? know because my girlfriend told me that was him. I thought so. I don't. I actually didn't know what he looked like. All I know is that people had compared you to because him. Because we have the same kind of hair. Not even like really that yeah, close. Yeah, that's what I kind of felt like. I think you showed me a picture one time of him. I think uh, at one time we had hair that was closer, but like both of our hair has evolved into like... Right. It's was it the even... center part kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. just center part. And he, I'm sure he had like emo clothes on. And that's the funny thing is I, I 100% wouldn't have recognized him if it weren't for my my girlfriend being there. And it always makes me wonder... Like the other night, we were at a show, and you pointed out to me that standing in front of us was Josh Groban. Yeah. And I never in my life, I know what he looks like. But you would have never seen I it. never would have thought like, oh my God. 
And I wonder how many times I've been a lot Katie. within a vicinity of someone that is, yeah, I'm sure it's a lot. So many Whether times. Whether it's at Blue Bottle or at Alfred's, especially Alfred's in that especially area. Especially like, Alfred's. Because if you um, want to get paparazzi, you're going to go to Alfred's. Yeah, you go to Alfred's, you go to Jones on 3rd. Yeah. Like in that, on that street there. You, you know? see, you, you're, you see a lot more people than you think. I'm, I'm weirdly good at like spotting people. Like, and not really like super famous people. It's always like the other night I went to this restaurant and I saw Cuba Gooding Jr. there mm. and um, a different comedian. And at that same restaurant the previous week, you saw Sarah Paulson. Did you yes. see her? No. Once again. That's what I'm saying. I mean. you. Some people just don't like, ha- like, I don't know why, but I like, I, I just catch on to that early really easily i think it's because i i watch so much content that i just recognize a billion people i feel like often i i see i see people and i recognize their face but i don't know the name so then i have to like kind of nudge the person beside me and be like hey is that that that's someone i can't i don't know and then uh yeah but that restaurant i don't i don't want to say the name because i don't i don't want to yeah who knows it could be a normal spot for them yeah well i think it is and i think it's like it's a normal spot for me and i just I don't want it to turn into Saddle Ranch, but By that way, restaurant great is pizza. Good. So good. Great I had it wine. Last night. Did you eat outside? Uh yeah, under the little awning. Yeah. Like in the inside outside. Oh, not not next to the The best the best spot. I can't believe we got sat across there. Across the road. Where it's like in the little intersection. Yeah. They got the they got the lights. That I mean, is feel, you feel like you're in like you feel like you're in in Italy. Italy for sure. Yeah, it just feels like a little Italy small town. There's not much going on. Yeah. Oh man, it was a yeah, it was a, a great time. The pizza, the pasta. You know, if you're in California or someplace warm, keep outdoor dining. It is wonderful. Yeah. I I didn't know I loved it so much until we had to eat outdoors and then now that we can eat indoors, I'm still like, let's fucking eat outside. It's way I don't nicer. Know what LA did before that. I mean, they had outdoor dining but like not nearly as much. Right. And now they have, you know, our favorite bars down here have are able to have double the people now triple the people triple you know like it's such a bigger and and people like outside more you know it's just a a great vibe they got heaters everywhere in case it gets chilly you know it's like i mean and they make it nice it's not like you're in a parking lot they put they string lights over and they have like plants and and they have like water stations yep we got that outside diner vibe on lock it is so good yeah it's so good the weather's great all year round i mean even in the winter you wear a jacket you got a heater you're good you know my, my little brother hayden was here visiting for the last like week and a half we had such a blast man we were able to when people visit i'm able to like do the la things again that i haven't done in months and months because i'm you live right. here take advantage of it but i don't and i went to a comedy show i went to a dodgers game uh we went to like a bunch of like la like type restaurants yep. and i loved it all yeah like i love doing those things and we went um Dodgers game was a good time. Oh, it was a good we saw time, a walk-off man. home run. Oh yeah, we did. It was amazing. It was incredible. I, we ate a shit ton of peanuts. A lot of peanuts. Two bags of peanuts. That was uh, tough to go through. I left my sunglasses on the seat. That made me want to go more. Oh, you forgot your sunglasses? Yeah. There? That sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the peanuts were great. We should we should go again like soon. Oh yeah. I like I I like baseball games. I forgot how much I liked. Nothing makes me more excited than channeling my inner dad on the sidelines of a, your kid's baseball game and just yelling 
at the players like with people and, behind um, you yeah people like are he serious and that like, people think that you're just really invested but yeah. you're just kind of like messing around it's just a fun thing to do he's trolling dude it's never anything mean you know yeah you're just you're just trolling yeah i also took a lot from backyard baseball you pablo know, sanchez type we want we want a pitcher beat. not a belly itcher you know did you yell that yeah <laughs> you also yelled we want a like, batter not a broken ladder <laughs> you kept yelling get him out of here no matter what i did yeah, the pitcher needed to be thrown out of there. For Get sure. out. He hit like four people. He hit three people in one inning. Yeah. I just like, yeah, when you're in a crowd that big, no one really hears you that much. And so I like yelling. No, the just the people around The stereotypical you. baseball sayings of, Get him out of here. Yeah. Or just yelling, Good eye, good eye. Yeah, good eye. <laughs> um, choke up. Yeah, choke, choke up. Choke up. Yeah. Uh, it felt good. It felt good. I, it, it's been a long time since I've watched any baseball game. And that's the first time you were in Dodger Stadium too, right? Yeah. It's a fantastic stadium. Yeah. I And I I don't watch baseball ever, but part of me has this urge to like try and go to as many baseball stadiums as I can. I don't know why I have, don't have that for other sports, but baseball, like I want to go see. I'll tell you why. And we talked about this a little bit, me and, me and Hayden, is every stadium is in one way drastically different some have right different infields some have like a patch to home plate they all have different some have like you know the green monster some have like slides waterfalls like they're it's, so different and that's why like with like i think soccer and football they're pretty much the same like each they're yeah. a little bit different but like the fields are the same but in baseball it's weirdly different i also feel like if you want to go feel like the heart of the city if you want to feel the vibe of the city and the energy i think you go to like a baseball game dude for, for sure because sure. like, sure. la definitely feel like felt like uh oh we felt it yeah we were like wow there's a fan base here and it's and, and and i've been like fortunate enough to go to, to uh opposite side of the country fenway park yeah and i went to a game there in march and everybody was wearing coats beanies but it was packed and everybody was hyped to be there yeah and it was just like completely different atmosphere but it's so cool to but see the same amount of hype yeah yeah and just a dip like just different kind of vibe but i was also went to the see the white Sox play and that felt like a very industrial you know like i don't know if you have you been to any chicago baseball games Dude, the Cubs still, or White Sox? still haven't, and I and I love. I would the recommend Cubs. going to to uh, Wrigley instead. Of, That's what I want to do. Yeah. The, the White Sox have like an industrial field for sure. It's like very it's, iron it's out a little bit from the city. Yeah, and it's, it's on just the highway. Like a big industrial area like around. You it's know? on. It's on the fucking highway. Yeah, lots yeah. of train cars around there. Lots of like just no, industrial man, type fan. stuff. I'm a Cubs fan for sure. Over yeah. White Sox, I haven't. Yeah, Wrigley Field would be incredible. Yeah, and we play. We've. Uh, we played at a venue near Wrigley. Uh, we've gone to a, a batting cage bar near Wrigley. A dueling piano bar, dude. It's all right there. It's a great spot. It's in Wrigleyville, and we remember we took pictures outside of Wrigley Stadium. I think like uh, yeah, at we least did. of it. We did. And I lo- I can't believe I haven't gone yet. But I guess we've always toured there in like November or February. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if we had a summer show there. Right. But I would I would love to to see that. Yeah, let's get park. a spring tour going. Let's get some things off. Let's go to some baseball games and just hang. Just try to hit every baseball stadium. Go to Target Field in Minneapolis. Sing the national anthem. Give Dude. us a reason to go there. You know. We were at the Dodgers game. I texted my manager and I said, "Hey, do you know the na- do you know the uh, national anthem person for the Dodgers?" <laughs> and she's that like, would be. "No, 
but I'll find out. <laughs> That'd be a, crazy, wouldn't that's it? That's a good manager right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I want to get it. I want to go and then sing it and then get the jersey with my last name on the back of the jersey. Yep. Do that whole shit, yeah. That sounds like that sounds great. He's so good. We missed out on we missed out on one thanks to the pandemic. Yeah, we did. The we missed Knicks. out on a, a uh, we We're gonna sing at the Knicks game. Yep. Shit, it would have been amazing. It was like April twentieth was the was the date. Fuck, I remember that because I remember like our show got canceled and I was like, all right, cool, I'll be good to sing it in a month. Like, mm. and then shit only got worse. It'll come again. But that's a fun that that's a good one. That's yeah, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's an excellent place to be have that kind of experience. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I f- and I love NBA, so that would be amazing. Incredible. Um, well, let's wrap this thing up, dude. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. This is, I mean, you're not the first ones. This is the number one podcast on the balcony, so it's like, you know, you're welcome. No cap. No cap. Uh, kind of a situation. We miss Matheson. We wish she was here, but uh, what are you gonna fucking do? <laughs> What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, what is one word, Caden, to describe your day so far, do you think? Um, I would say it was it was relaxing. Yeah. It's been a long week. Yeah. It's been a long week, and Sundays always feel good. You know, we worked a little bit. We got a little bit of work done. Yeah. But it was nice to... We're shooting tomorrow. We are shooting tomorrow. A starting, the week off, starting the week off strong. Yep. Um... Yeah, it was relaxing. That's a good word. I you would know, say leisurely. I would say it's leisurely. It was a leisurely. I would Sunday. say mine is chillaxing. Oh, okay. But I did. But you, a, wor- you you did work all day. Though. I did work all day. But there's a. You're right. There's a different kind of energy on a Sunday where we had probably like a four hour session, not yeah. even three and a half. But it's it. Sunday, so I feel like the producer and you are just kind of like, yeah, we'll go until it just doesn't. You know, we're not going to force it. We're not going to push it. Right before I left, he was like, hey, I, I'm not going to be ready till 1.15. I was like, hey, I'm chilling, dude. It's Sunday, baby. I'm chilling. I'm going to I'm gonna film a TikTok. I filmed a TikTok. I was able uh, doing a load of laundry. Like, it's just kind of that day. And, yeah. And I got a lot of stuff done. I've, but at the same time, I still chilled. I tell uh, you what, nothing throws me off. That the Nothing throws me off more than having a jam-packed, busy Sunday. You know, because Sunday is yeah. the day that, like... So day, you, the you, Lord's day. Yeah. You got to kind of reset, you know, and, and I got to have time. I, I do laundry on Sundays. Like, you know, you go to the gym, you, it's a different kind of, you catch up on emails. You kind of just get yourself ready for like the yeah. next, the next week and kind of set out your schedule of like what's happening. And when, when I'm busy on Sundays, man, my next week is all usually chaos. It's less like, Hey, let me go to the beach and lay down all day. It's like, let me do laundry and right. chill and then go to the grocery store and then chill and then go to the gym and chill. Right. You still get a right. lot of shit. Yeah, it's different. Catch up, catch up on some Netflix, make some dinner at home. Yeah. Go to bed by 11. Yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely those days that you just need one day. Would and you, often, often, like, especially in our industry, it's nonstop. You know, like there's dude. no real weekend. Before you know? I leave, before I leave for Budapest, the next 10 days are packed. Wretched. Yeah. Yeah. But in the best way possible, and I love that too because it, it could be that there's a there's a a party on a Wednesday night. It's LA, baby. A release party, a birthday party, something, and everybody goes because everybody's on the same kind of thing of like, you know, maybe they're working during the weekend, 
you know oh, maybe they're like maybe the weekend their weekends thursday friday right you maybe know it's just it's, it's a non-stop work thing and then they people just make their own time to have fun and and it's la baby. there's no that. weekends everybody's back i don't want to live for the weekends no no no, no. i want to no. live for every single day of the week and, and also we're 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 back you know like we're back to doing stuff again. right people are back partying people are back going to shows yep uh it, it's a good energy it feels good and I'm just excited to do more shows. I'm excited to see you guys at my shows. Mm. Also, I didn't say this at the beginning of the podcast, but I got a song coming out. You do. I have a song coming out. It's a brand new song on Thursday. I'm announcing this tomorrow. And he's shown you all the song, but you guys don't have any idea. You didn't, no one even really caught on. There's a couple people. No one caught on. No one caught on. It was just me playing guitar. But, uh, it was very it was very low key. It was very low key. Yeah, like and the mix seconds. of a slide and it's it's I'm gonna say it's my favorite Spencer song. Yet. That's great. That's so good to hear. It's, it's a song an excellent it's, vibe. It's called Paranoia. If you listen to this podcast between the hours of uh six AM and I don't know, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, you'll hear before I post it. So I'm releasing a song. It's called Paranoia. Go pre-save. Go, go pre-save. And, oh, if you go pre-save it, you could win a chance to Zoom with me. I'm doing, I'm doing a few one-on-one Zooms, and we're choosing randomly. Uh, so pre-save it on Spotify, on Apple, whatever you listen to, and you're just entered to, to win a Zoom with me. So... I'm uh, pre-saving it just for that as well. Yeah. You'll Zoom me from my house. Yeah. I want a Zoom session from my house to your house. Um, One mile distance. Just for some quality time. Yeah. I understand. Even though this was this was some this was some quality time right yeah, here. Yeah. You, you gotta, I think you should join in more on, on, on casts. Uh, I think you'll need to fill in for the next one too if you're, if you're around. I will. I will be available. Yeah. We got a guest coming in. Uh, you guys are the fucking best. We love... That you listen to this we love that you still care after a year of when's lunch we're just excited to be here we love doing this thank you for allowing us to do this go stream shame just go stream the shit out of it it's it's really important um go pre-save paranoia can't get tickets to the troubadour but maybe you could sneak in see me in milwaukee fucking life is good uh, movies coming out the show the I know what you did last summer is coming out in October. It's going to be a good fucking few months, and we're going to be everywhere. We're going to be everywhere. Uh, I only got one question for you. When's lunch? It's right now, baby. It's right now. When's lunch is right now, Caden. Thank you so much. We love you. It's a pleasure. When's lunch? When's lunch? When's lunch? Oh no.